Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Alia Lena. She is a social entrepreneur, multiple award-winning novelist, executive producer, and podcast host. Alia, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm excited to share your story. So I'm on your LinkedIn and I see that you have a the Stupid Cancer Show. Tell us, tell us about that. Oh no, well, actually I've been a guest on the Stupid Cancer Show. Oh, I, <laughs> but I, I have been in the circuits. My, my story and background as a, on many levels, I'm a survivor of trauma. I'm also a three-time cancer survivor. And I had previously built a very successful multi-million dollar generating company with my ex-husband. And um, when I found myself in a toxic relationship, I chose to get out of it. And so that eventually took me down this path to where I am today, a creative who's now using all of my past experience in marketing, in the world and understanding consumerism and, and how do I help the the economy. I now am transforming that into how do I put media out there that helps support and educate society. And so I founded Unsugarcoated Media, which is a nonprofit organization. And through that, we put out books, two of them I've written, where the last one has actually won three awards for its uh, very hard hitting message on actually racism of all things and, and uh, the dangers of that to society. And another book that was surrounded around female empowerment, which fictitiously told my own story of, um, you know, and so anyways, I've just become a very transparent person. And through this organization, we just create media. And also I host the Unsugarcoated with Alia podcast to um, continue the message of not just sharing my story, but stories of others like yourself, because I think what you're doing is amazing. We're all coming together and, and sharing our stories so that people know they can overcome adversity in trials and tribulations, which is definitely what I think a lot of people feel like we're going through right now. Yeah, let's talk about that because two of those topics of racism and, and of women. So let's first talk about racism. How come you chose to write a book about that? Well, first of all, I happen to be Muslim American, but I have a very unique background. My father is an immigrant from another country. My mother's side of the family has roots here in our quote unquote white German. My, you know, I have blonde hair, blue eyed kids uh, from the gene, but, um, but they've been here for over 200 years in America. So if you were to really think about that concept of like American, like I've got that on my mom's side. That's how I was raised. I was raised in the kitchen of white American families. And then at the same token, you know, I had this multicultural background. And so taking on the concept of racial stereotyping and really trying to bridge the communities. Like people will think that my book, because I touch on racism and I'm really sending a message of how wrong it is that it's a politically motivated book, but it's not Christopher. It's about humanity. Like everything yeah. that I'm about is about humanity and racial tensions right now, as we're seeing, like I understand what it's like to be looked at as a Muslim American and be told I'm different you're not us. And I'm like, who are you to tell me that? So that's what really caused me to say, I'm not going to fight with people. Instead, I'm going to use my creativity to create a, a story that's compelling, touching, and hopefully does more than what I would do on Facebook yelling with people back and forth, right? 
<laughs> no, and, and I admire that because like I said, I was born and raised in the US. I'm American, very proud American, but I'm also ethically, ethically Chinese. And so oftentimes when people meet me, they go, oh, Christopher, who are you? Where are you from? I say, I'm from New York. And they say, but where are you really from? And it's, it's one of those questions that's it's ignorant beyond belief, but it's, more than, it's, it's better than being racist. But still, it's about that undertone where, okay, you're you're Asian, so you can't be American. So therefore, I have to ask you, where are you really from? So it's like right. so insulting, but they're ignorant, right. so they don't know. So just like with you, if someone met you, they just see you as a, a white woman. Now, you're, the fact that well, you're Muslim no, actually, No, it's funny, though, because actually they don't. They see me because I have brown hair, brown eyes. I look like my immigrant father. Really? So that was actually a very interesting thing for me. And that's where I'm standing up and trying to help people unlearn those racist because like you said, and I often have to point out, you don't actually have to even be born here to be American. If you yeah. go through the process and you adopt yeah. this country, it'd be like telling a child going to an adopted family, oh no, you're not really their child. I mean, we'd know that's <laughs> rude and we'd be like up in arms about that. How dare you? So how, how we apply that same mentality to people who come here and embrace our country, that, that's, that's theirs. They get to call that if they go through the process. And, and I understand that people want that. So, you know, but like unlearning racism is a real thing. And so I have had, which is so funny because I've had people look at me and just assume I don't speak English because of how I look, right? Because <laughs> I and just I, see you again, you're, you're a fair skinned woman, but I want to talk about Muslim Americans because I have many Muslim American friends that actually been to Ramallah Palace and I've been to the East Jerusalem area. I've, I never knew and understood what's, and I've, I have clients in Saudi Arabia, I've been to Abu Dhabi, I've been to Dubai. But what I'm saying is, again, since I'm not Muslim, when I say that, look, not all Muslims are bad, because it's like, unfortunately, where they'll tell you things that they're not going to tell a Muslim, because I'm not Muslim, but, but I'll, I'll say, you know, that I have Muslim friends, so I have to like literally check them. Mm -hmm. But I want our listeners to know that, unfortunately, in America, there aren't many Muslim American people that you see that are like saying, no, we are a loving religion. We actually have these principles and pillars. And I was like, how powerful is it? And again, I'm speaking for a person that's not Muslim, but for what I've understood, it's like you pray five times a day and the various customs that some of the Muslim Americans have or Muslim people have, it's like, it's very inspiring. So that's right. what I wish all of us saw where anyone that has the discipline to pray five times a day, which by the way, it's the same God that the Christians and, and Jewish people believe Absolutely. in. But it's like for anyone that has a discipline and to serve and even the whole Ramadan season, it's like anyone that has discipline to actually fast for the whole day and to know that it's important to appreciate. Like, again, I never learned this growing up in a Christian household, but I'm grateful that as I got older, I'm like, wow, that's inspiring. Because again, if you just watch the media, it's just so unfortunately um, framed in a way that's oftentimes negative. And so Absolutely. I'm grateful that you're here to, to just share your story because again, I'm not Muslim, but I admire Muslim Americans. And unfortunately we live in a very polarizing world, but talk to us about that. So your yeah. main message is really because you have faced some of this racism relative to your religion, right? Well, yes, as well. And just in general, multiculturalism, the timeline yeah. itself, it takes a timeline that's 1937. There's another thing in there. You have to understand 1937 was a very crucial time in history. It was two years before World War started. And I think that when we look at how, where does it all go wrong, right? You know, you know, any intelligent uh, strategical person is going to look at before, not the point. You want to look at what happened, what led up, what are the events that led up to it? So, when we talk about race and we talk about ideologies that threaten everything that we love about our countries, you know, uh, 
th these two stories, I took a, a young youth from 1937 and I took a, a modern day youth uh, who has been placed in a Muslim household and he is actually operating as a white supremacist to try and prove that they're terrorists. Um, and in the exposed um, timeline in 1937, I have a Hitler youth that's been sent to London to spy on behalf of the Nazis. And while he does, he's placed with a Jewish family. And the story is intent to shake it up. It's actually intent, it, it's, you know, some people, some people, uh, are able to see that there's so much in it that's like really truly relevant with what we're dealing with today and for that matter i love that you said that because yeah and nobody is the same i'm not by any means a perfect muslim by the way let me assure you i'm no, actually no, no you know but person, I, so exactly that's, that's, exactly yeah. but i mean like my thing is i'm not trying to represent the entire religion but like you said like anything we're all diverse you should never put anyone in a box or these stereotypical things of like if oh if i hear the word muslim i know how you are and what you think and what you're about that's <laughs> often not true right would you not agree with that no absolutely like i said i'm not muslim but i'm asian and i get typecast all the time even recently obviously with this whole COVID thing i literally i, I was mm. walking down the block and this brand that was homeless he saw me he started getting angry i'm like oh my gosh great am i gonna get into a fight with this man who's homeless because right. he thinks i have this disease even though i'm not i mean i'm ethically chinese but I'm american but again this is a, a short form podcast we can't get too much into it. I know, I know. <laughs> I really want to lead with one message, which is there are so many people out there that are good hearted and are open. So what's one thing that you hope all of us can do in a day-to-day -day level that we can be more open, whether for religion, whether for race, whether for gender, what's one thing that we can all do each day to just be more open-minded? You know, not be afraid to reach out. Uh, reach out, connect with other people. I had launched an, or, an event last year called EmpowerCon in, in LA. We're still trying to figure out how we were going to continue to do it this year, but no matter what, we will be bringing it back. And it's just one of those things that you can bring the community together, be open to experiences because you never know. And that's like what, I, what you said I did in the book. It's like, let me bring you into a Muslim household and see how you would be treated. And oh, wow, you'll find you probably love it and you won't want to leave because, you know, and so I want to give that experience and i think that we all should be open and do more in our communities for sure no absolutely again i highly 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 encourage everyone to just really be more blind because like i said some of the most fascinating and inspiring and most memorable moments were when i was in a muslim country whether i was in dubai saudi arabia or ramallah palestine so alia thank you so much for being on our podcast how can our guests stay in touch with you connect with you and read your books Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for having me. And it's uh, on Instagram is my main. Everyone knows I run my own account and people, I will always reach back out at Alia, which is A-A-L-I-A -A -A underscore unsugarcoated. And to know more about me, my podcast, the books, go to unsugarcoatedmedia.com, all one word. And uh, yeah, stay in touch for sure. Thank you so much for having me, Christopher. You're welcome. Have a great day, Alia. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.